Peace, 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 everyone. This is your girl, Sunshine. Uh, first and foremost, you know, I know y'all are used to seeing me live, but this episode of Couples of the Arts is actually a pre-record, and my guest for the evening is so awesome. But before I get into my guest, you know, let's do some... Uh, what is it called paying the bills um well just to keep you guys on notice this is the children's book that my sons and i created they are affectionately known as the royals and it's titled i can do anything it is basically an inside look of our mornings on the way to school and this was something that my boys said that they would love to share with other kids because at their school, they do social emotional learning. And this book is right along the lines of that. It's also to promote um, bonding experience with the parents because it's a dual as dual as an activity book as well. So the whole book is also an activity book towards the end where we have crossword puzzles word searches and it's also the story in a template so that the families and their children can sit down together and create their own story just using our template and our model because uh, all of us don't want to grow up to be the same thing so this is an opportunity to reinforce children to use their imagination and their creativity and it's also therapeutic at the same time you know more activities that families stay together and do together they bond they 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 create stronger bonds so um, i just know growing up with my elders that um the things that we did together that's how I started performing actually <laughs> uh being involved they were in into activism so going along sharing with them being a part of those um events and finding out you know my own talents and special gifts that was a way that I can share it with them um next up I host a open mic on Thursdays at Pizza Twist in Concord on Dorita Road um, due to the work and some overtime I haven't been able to be there the last two Thursdays but we will be doubling back up starting next week um, Pizza Twist is also a sponsor so you know you got coupons when you go in you know do you see the QR code scan this you know pause this on the replay so you can scan the code you let them know hey I happen to be watching Sunshine's podcast and I saw your advertisement that's your discount right there um and coming up September 30th is officially one year that sunshine vibrations has been on the blast music 24 network and with that (laughs) we got a celebration in store where i will be at the rich lounge hosting the party slash open mic slash slam which there will be a cash prize so you guys come out there's an eventbrite link that i will be putting into the chat and this is to give you an idea of what 
the venue looks like. Um, tickets uh, will be $20 on Eventbrite, $23 with the uh, fees. But I am absorbing the fee if you buy what I call the quatrain, you know, the four-pack ticket. Um, tickets. So the four-pack tickets, instead of $80, you will get the four-pack for $60, and that's $60 flat. It will be a $10 entry fee. Once you get there, if you want to participate in the slam to add on to, you know, the cash prize pot. Um, so the idea is whatever is um, brought in will be matched. So who knows? The cash prize could even be $300. I'm just saying. And this would be a nice kickoff because this will be every year. So to promote all the poets that I've had on the show already might even as the years go on have a feature at these events and it'll always be a yearly slam so after everybody does all their southern fried slams and the slams throughout the summer y'all can either end the summer or kick off the fall with the shine vibration slam so we shall see how all these things plan out um but i am excited i can't wait i appreciate those that have been supportive since this has started and without further ado i would like to speak about my guest for this evening now i have been blessed to meet this woman through producers uh v d ray elliot and rock and i saw her first on their podcast and I was just taken back when I say I was blown away. I was blown away. She is very deep. She's very personable. Um, she's very touching. She's very uplifting. Um, you already know my poetry, like I tell folks, it's about healing. It's about activism. And she is right aligned with all of that and some and I just was like, hey, I have to get the opportunity to have her on my podcast. But this is the special thing. When I tell y'all, I really mean this. This is really my intent. She is over in West Africa, the Ivory Coast. So when I say that I really get to meet some of the dopest poets out here spoken word artists i really do um so let me matter of fact let me show her picture real quick this is cindy h name she's also this past year's international representative of the year promoter of the year for big records this was a 2023 official finalist for the issa awards so, you know, a lot of her poetry has been reproduced as music, you know. So it kind of adds on to as I go to events and I meet other folks, every rapper that I get introduced to, we share information. The first thing they say is, hey, what you do? He was like, because I hear it in your voice. Or she was like, oh, I know you do something. And when I say, oh, I'm a spoken word artist. Oh, you're a lyricist. <laughs> you know, they just, oh, oh, you, we wanted the same. You just don't have music towards yours. So I like how those of us that are in the know, you know, they know. And, um, before I bring her on, let me just do 
quick snippet, trying to do my best and get in the habit of having a poem for each episode, but I'd be so excited about my guests that I'd just be ready to jump in to bring them on. Um, so this one here is the sun's reflection permeates my soul, quenching the everlasting thirst for oneness, you know, a like with a sapio appetite, striving to make the weight light and loves deeply and progresses daily, destroying the remnants of past days, delusions and contusions with the only conclusions are solutions. Egos are broken, no need for pollution, just building on positive affirmations and manifestations. So without further ado, let's come on and welcome Miss Cindy H. Neen. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And congratulations on your new book. Congratulations on your anniversary of the show. And um, thank you for having me. Yes, yes, yes. So, and welcome to West Africa. <laughs> yes, 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 West Africa. So, you know, I have a good friend of mine who I met due to the erotic poetry world, and um, she ended up moving to Thailand. It was really a vacation, and COVID caused her to be stationary there and she is living the time of her life and I was able to have her on there so that's why I was like no worries no rush we could do a pre-record you know and it just so happened um very very good friend of mine since diapers their birthday is actually on Friday so I was like I gotta get this pre-recording because I want to be there you know when people don't ask of much and you get that person that ask a request of you, it's hard to try not to, you know, exactly. oblige because when you know that person don't ask for nothing. And the one thing they asked for was your presence to be there. It's like, yo, by hook or by crook, we got to make it happen. So, <laughs> well, as I was listening uh, to your poem, I hear a little bit of a rap beat in there. <laughs> and I think that that would be a perfect rap song. It's awesome. You know, I. <laughs> And I, and I love that. Thank you for that because um, hip hop, yes, I'm I'm an '81 baby, so hip hop has definitely been, you know, very very instrumental in my life. Like I talk about how certain songs create memories, which basically is like a soundtrack of my life. I actually did a poem that is um, based off of Raheem Devon's song "You." Wow. Um, you know how he goes every word of this song is going to be about you well Mm -hmm. i flipped it and put poem and i titled it loved musically so i i use different titles and parts of the songs to create the poems and i spit it in uh on clubhouse and uh shots out to poetic black um he has iron sharp and iron room on there and he said that i had like 72 references in that song Wow, yes, I believe. Shout, shout out to uh, Mouthpiece and uh, um, uh, and the Wolfpack because they also was like, hey, I believe it was uh, Sister Candy. She said, yo, that whole poem was a mixtape and a poem. It was like, like, that was dope, like just the concept, you know. And I like with the creativity, you know, because with spoken word for me, there's no limits. 
You can write anything. You can create anything, any picture, any story, because you are the curator. You are the conductor. You know, you are the artiste. So, you know, what you pull from your creative side, it's amazing to see the reactions like from people who are on the receiving end. So, you know, being in a room, I don't care virtually or in person with people who really do this, do this, like, you know, this is their forefront. That's it. I ain't doing nothing else. This is how I make my bread and butter to have them be like, yeah, sunshine, you know, you right there with us. Uh, we, we need you in this room. Clubhouse is so look popping. They got so much going on. I get pinged and invited in so many rooms, but because I have other things going on, you know, the type of work that I do working for the county and then here, you know, I'm really, really focusing on the podcast and getting the brand out more. So, you know, I dip in those other rooms when I can. <laughs> but for you, when when did poetry become a part of you? And um, you could slide into that after you let the folks know what you feel you want them to know about you. Okay. Um, well, number one, I'm a survivor of, um, how do I put it? Just abusive relationships. And, um, pretty much that's what got me started. Uh, I was in church living for God and, um, I had a prayer life. And so one night I said, you know, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to make this constructive. And I'm going to take what I feel and the knowledge that I know and put it together um, and, and start writing the book. And so that's what happened. I would sit and I would write. I would put my little headphones on, listen to my little gospel music. And I would just I would just take it away and I would just be writing. And sometimes I didn't even know what I was writing. I was just putting it together. And that's what happened. And um, that the first seven days of my write in the very beginning of my writing, the, the first seven days, I wrote a complete book and published it on the eighth day. And that first book was written uh, in March of 2017. It's Poetry of Enlightenment. And um, it turned out really well. I didn't have any pictures in that book, but my second book does have pictures. Um, it speaks about life. It speaks about hurts, pains, struggles, disappointments, and um but there's another side to that. There's a side that brings joy. There's a side that brings happiness. There's a side that brings healing. And uh, I didn't know that in the beginning when I first wrote it, it was for somebody. It was whoever was needing it. It wasn't even about me, but it came from me. It came from what was inside of me. Right. So, and I didn't realize that I started healing through my own writing. The healing is healing process, but I am healing and uh, I'm stronger through my weaknesses. And that's what my writing did for me. And um, I met some people online, uh, an artist, and um, I told him about my song. Uh, I'm sorry, my poem of I Hear His Whisper. Okay. And that became a song about six months later. Oh, it's online. It's on YouTube. Okay. And I have it here. If you, when we get time, I think it will explain a lot of things. And 
finding out later after I gave, um, we signed a contract and I gave him my lyrics. Um, it was a prophetic song that had been waiting for for years and it became very big. Gotcha, gotcha. We never know. We never know through our writing what's going to happen, what's going to bring. So we just have to wait and see what the outcome of it's going to be. I enjoy it. I love it. <laughs> That's right. Because, you know, it's, um, you never really know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think you're just doing this one thing. And mm-hmm. let me just get this out because this is what I need and this is what I want. I feel the need to share this. But then it's like, no, it's so much more than that once somebody receives it it's so much more than that and you're thinking that it's just oh just something i want to share and it becomes and manifests into so much more yeah it's like an imprint yeah in the in the world you know and you know poetry isn't just now it's bible based in the old testament book of psalms is a book of poetry which became songs so um just um However, uh, you know, your, your destiny leads you and what you do, what you love to do, um, will take you on a long journey. It's never ending. That's right. That's right. So, uh, where are you originally from? Well, I was born and raised in Arkansas, but I lived in Kansas for about 17 years. Okay. Wait, I got a question. (laughs) I know. You have no control over the spelling. (laughs) (laughs) And I know this is probably, you probably know where I'm going with this. Okay. As a child, I always said, that looks like R Kansas. (laughs) Yes, that's what people call it, R Kansas. Really, it is R Kansas, but we we, we say it Arkansas. Why, I don't know. Actually, it's not spelled the way that it's supposed to be spelled. It was a W on the end. They changed it to an S. And that was so many, many, many years ago. A lot of history about that. See, but, yeah, um, I, I definitely had to ask that question because uh, we crack jokes about it all the time. When they list it, I'd be like, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I came here. I came to Ivory Coast in 2019 through my music, through I Hear His Whisper. I found my husband and uh, I saw him. I was looking for something on YouTube for the artist that I would, I had contracted with. Mm -hmm. And when I saw my husband, I said, Oh my goodness, that guy is hot, but he's not, (laughs) he's not my type, but here I am. And we, so I prayed about it and I had a dream um, of him and exactly when I met him, exactly the way it was. And my pastor came to my house to pray for me. And he prayed for me. And he said, Sister Clark, your husband isn't in, in Kansas. It's not even in the U.S. He's in Africa. None of us knew that. But we were led by the Spirit. So I changed my prayer about getting a new husband. I said, no, God, you got to give me a husband. I don't know where he's at. But I want the husband you have for me. I don't want this any husband. I so that. I met him. And I said, well... I will just say to him, I will contact him on Facebook, see if he's on Facebook. So I found him and I sent him a message. I said, well, I'm such and such and I'm from such and such place. And and I said, um, I love your music. And so he took him about a week to answer me. 
And so he answered me, and he said, are you married? No. <laughs> so that's how our relationship started. We started talking about 10 months, and um, then I ended up getting on a plane and coming here 10,000 miles away from home. I've been here since. I know that's right. I'm a songwriter. He's a songwriter. He's an artist. He's a singer. He's a performer. So, I mean, not every day you get a songwriter and a artist put together. And so yeah. it, was, it was really awesome. So now I that's going to lead me into another question. I want to segue into the couples of the arts because okay. you know how they say two struggling artists and not I don't you know how the picture is always painted because not every artist mm-hmm. is struggling, but you right. know two struggling artists is not going to make it. They can't make it. Is destined for failure. <laughs> Or you're always told, or like the movies have portrayed, mm-hmm. at least I know that was the gist for the 80s going into the mm-hmm. early 90s, where one person is a professional and they're dating a struggling artist, whether they're a painter or actor who waits tables, and it always shows that there's a strain on the relationship. It mm-hmm. never shows the side that actually works. It's always on the negative right. aspect. And I'm like, but... Me being someone that's of the artist community, mm-hmm. I see a lot of viable relationships that are filled yeah. with love and prosperity. So it's like, again, I want to use my platform to highlight and shine mm-hmm. what, you know, the masses don't allow us to see. So how right. does that work for both of y'all? Well, I got over here. And this man already had the marriage license before I got here. He had everything straight up. And so um, when I got here, we got married seven days after my arrival. Now, mind you, uh, you know, we talk about it all the time. What if I had not been who I said I was? I'm 10,000 miles away from home. I'm in an airport. Nobody speaks English. It's a French country. So um, I just thank God that it was it was led by prayer. And uh, I checked him out and everything. So, but I tell you, not not every marriage is 100% uh, lovey, lovey. Uh, you have your issues. You have your time where you have to adjust to one another. You have to learn to be in a different culture. And that's where a lot of times there's a failure because the cultures are misunderstood. The languages are misunderstood. My here, everybody says, well, your language is too strong. Your English is strong. Even my husband sometimes doesn't understand what I'm saying. And that can lead to a misunderstanding. But my husband is a, I mean, I'm just blessed that he is who he is. And uh, supporting one another in all we do. I'm his manager. I support him. I'm constantly working for him. And, um, and we write songs together. We wrote our marriage, our wedding song, uh, Ivory Love. It's on YouTube. And um, hey. this man here, I never experienced anything like this out of my marriages that I've been with. So he still today, been four years, um, he opens the car door. He holds my hand everywhere we go. He makes sure I get in the car. He closes the door. Even here to the house, he's constantly watching over me. Uh, he cooks for me. He's there for me. You know, I'm in a position right now. I need help, but he is there for me. And he's a praying man. Every morning he gets up and pray five o'clock in the morning and he goes to bed before he goes to bed. He's praying. And without that, because I, God has answered my prayer because I don't want to be in a relationship with a man. that's not prayerful because 
you can't really trust what they're going to do. And um, he's been faithful, and he does have a job outside of his career. Um, he is a commercial manager for the maritime business, which is the vessels from all over the world come in to get provisions. He's there. It's what he does. Okay. And, uh, so, I mean, uh, we live in a third world country. It's not easy, but you can make it what you want it. That's right. And like I said, when we were before uh, going <clears throat> recording, um, like I can't wait to come visit. I want to come. I have a cousin that was in Durban, South Africa, and then he was in Kenya, and now he's in Ethiopia. And, and I'm just like, that has been since a child. Like, you know, some people was like, yo, where do you get this from? How are you so Afrocentric? I don't know. This is how I was designed. This is how I was created. Like every time we had the opportunity to do reports, you know, or things of that nature, like I always was like, what? I got free range. I could pick what I want. So I would do reports on Egypt. I would do reports on Africa. Like I would break it down. Like, and I would actually literally like I do upscale drawings, so I would, you know, look at whatever it is and draw it. I've drawn hieroglyphics on the front of my reports. Like I go all in. I've had history teachers was like, you know, you just you're good at every part of history, but she, like, but they, like but when it but when it comes to you know the African and the the black experience part of history i've always been told by every teacher you like come alive like this is and like i tell them <clears throat> excuse me i had the opportunity to be raised by history you know wow. and and uh, teachers didn't understand what i meant until they had the opportunity to meet my elders um, my mom transitioned when she when i was eight and she was 28. She It was 21 days before my ninth birthday. Um, unfortunately, she uh, was part of the uh, clinical trials for HIV testing oh, yeah. for the uh, AIDS in uh, New York and Harlem Hospital. Mm -hmm. So April 4th of 1990 was when she transitioned. And then the 25th of that same month, I turned nine. So mm -hmm. I moved in with her grandmother on her father's side in New Jersey because she was originally from Jacksonville, North Carolina. And um, living with them, knowing their experience, they were born in like 1917 and 1920 and 1937. So getting that experience from them, you know, and and their what they remember from what history deems the Harlem Renaissance era, they were there for that. I saw the pictures, you know, the stuff in the movies. They had these pictures in the house, the dress, how they partied, you know, at the different venues and things and listening to their stories, their experiences and the uh, griot type stories that they got from their elders, you know, the, the stories that were passed down through the generations I got those stories, you know, how they used to pass time, just my experience with them. So, you know, um, that brings a different aspect yes. to life. Yes. And it's not like teachers couldn't tell me anything, but you know what I mean. Yes. It's like, I know you're teaching me what the book says, 
but I know differently because the folks, when I say I live with history, they right. there. The stuff that you teaching me, that was their childhood. So they can't understand that and receive that because they haven't experienced it. But I tell you for myself, being in this country, I love it. Um, there's so people here respect me. I'm Mama Africa to them. And uh, I try to talk a little bit of French, not much, but uh, my husband keeps me safe and protects me uh, here. But I, I don't have any fear. We live on the ocean. It's beautiful. I know. Uh, I saw this when you were about, on the other about five minutes. I think we're about five minutes by car. So we go and we eat, you know, we order our fish and our stuff. And we sit and enjoy, you know, each other. So, um I love it here and I respect the culture. It's, it's way different. And I tell my husband, USA has got totally a different perspective than what you're used to. I came here, I had to adapt. It was not easy. But when he comes to the USA, he's going to also have to adapt to the changes because it's not his lifestyle. It's not the way that he lives and what he came from. So, but two cultures coming together is just a miracle in itself. Um, living with each other in the same house, and you've got so much stuff going on outside. You got racism, you got hatred, you got all of this. They don't understand. Just because a, a, the person is from another culture, another country, doesn't make them any less human. They That's have right. the same blood. They, you know, and uh, my husband and I are very close. And uh, I appreciate that. And really, I don't want to come back to the USA. I love it here too much. But he wants to come. Oh, so right. later, we're going to come, you know. Um, but. but that is awesome because, you know, just the, the fact that he, like you said, he protects you, you know. With social media, we get this... Every, ever, never ending battle of protection. Oh, the 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 roles, the this, the that. Like, let's. I wish people would just stop. I get so turned off by that, and right. and you know what I'm saying because y'all know what it is. The man, <laughs> yes, is supposed to protect. Like, like let's not get out of this. This exactly. is why you were created with masculinity because you are supposed to lead. You are supposed to protect. This is why we were created with femininity because we were yes. to bear the children. We were to, you know, do everything that you, the man, is not equipped with. We are the exactly. balance, the yin and exactly. the yang. And yeah. people have been trying to force those things to not move. Now, mm -hmm. granted, when one is not present, yes, yeah, sometimes, like myself, I have to, you know, stand in the middle and battle in both. Mm -hmm. I have two young sons. You know, but that doesn't change me. That doesn't make me any less of a woman. Yeah, I'm just a little rough around the edges. And if you can't see the, the reasons why and can't see the beauty in it in itself, I don't have it. I don't have the time. When I say mm -hmm. I don't have it, I mean, and I, I ain't got the time. I ain't got the time to sit here and walk you through this. <laughs> but I do appreciate the men that can see through that. You know, yeah. there, it, there has been like this um, sort of kind of little air about, you know, when a woman possesses a little bit of masculinity, oh, she's toxic, mm -hmm. you know, it's, but until you get to know her and know mm -hmm. her story and see why mm -hmm. you gain that understanding, then it's, oh, my bad. But then yeah. you have those men that see beyond that 
and it's not intimidating for them, you know, right. and, and hearing you speak about your husband, he's definitely one of those. Like he's like, I see all of that. I know all that she can do, but that doesn't make me want to not protect her any less. Yeah. You know, right. That makes it, it seems like the men that are on that level, that makes them want to protect us even more. Yes, exactly. And that's where we're at. You know, we meet, we fill in the void that he may have, and he fills the void that I may not have. So we complement each other. That's good. Now, we're going to break. Now, the last time the the ad wasn't on there so y'all forgive me i know my little thing is supposed to tell y'all that there's an ad for our sponsor but from what i'm looking at for our music guest for tonight i don't think the ad is attached to it so unless yeah, I <laughs> yeah unless super producer you know does his little cutting and scratching in the edit department it might be there when it when it airs on friday i'm not sure but our Blast Artist of the Week is sponsored by the Lee Law Firm. Um, she is also one of our um, fellow po- um, podcasters on Monday nights. She's a dope, dope football analyst. You know, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I'm loyal to my family. You feel what I'm saying? So I do promote her, even though she's a Cowboys fan, but she's dope. Um, if you are in the Dallas and Fort Worth area and need legal assistance, go to Facebook and look up the Lee Law Firm and look as well. After the Blast Artist of the Week's video, there will be an ad for them. So again, forgive me if the ad is not there. I don't work the technical stuff, okay? So tonight, our Blast Music Artist of the Week is another one of my favorites, Elijah Rosario with Friends That Benefit. Always keep it 100, girl, just don't lie to me. No matter the issue, girl, I won't judge you. Might be a hobby to swallow, but I still love you. Cause whatever you did, I probably done too. Oh, you only see me on a weekend. I know you miss me through the week, no need to pretend. Just know if it don't work out, then we'll still be friends. Maybe later down the road, keep this a try again. Ain't no need to lie, there's no need to hide. I know my bad is not the only your body lies. Ain't no need for complications, we just having fun. But when you with me, make me feel like I'm the only one. Is it lust and love? I don't know, I'm so conflicted. Cause that is too like a drug, got me so addicted. Catching all these feelings wasn't my intention. Now we breaking our rules, we so contradictive. Crossing lines, spending every night together. Giving signs like you're trying to be forever. You want me, I want you, problem solved. So if we get involved, always keep it 100, girl, just don't lie to me. No matter the issue, girl, I won't judge you. Might be a happy to swallow, but I still love you. Cause whatever you did, I probably done too. Oh, you only see me on a weekend. I know you miss me through the week, no need to
Oh, see, the ad was, it's a beautiful wow. song, but the ad wasn't there. So now, if you are an independent artist or a spoken word poet or even an up-and-coming comedian looking for some extra exposure, then head on over to BlastMusic247.com and register for the free, that's F-R-E-E. But hold on. Blast is not just for artists. You know, you could be fans too. You know, we do what Spotify and the rest of them do. Okay. (laughs) But you can also be a part and you can listen to great music like the one you heard tonight. And you can hear hundreds of more artists who was willing to share their music with you. Then go ahead and register to BlastMusic247.com for the what? F-R-E-E. That's BlastMusic247.com. Changing the industry one artist at a time. Yes. Elijah Rosario is definitely... Definitely, 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 definitely one of my favorites too. Him, Yamasani, it's so many. Your husband is also one of my favorites too. So, you know, he's number 33 on top 40 on Blast Radio. Yes. So, you know, um, I, I just, especially, you know, I just love. I love music that's going to pour into you, that is real, that um, so that supports you. Because a lot of times, people don't have supporting casts i like to say they don't have a tribe so exactly we need to have things externally that can help us and and guide us through our storms so you know the music should reflect that like it used to at one point in time you know the poetry the books you know these avenues are things to help us you know when we don't have that help in the physical form you know, so um, with that being said, is is hubby going to pop in? I, I know um, I see you taking over. He has a new single out that came out in December. Um, I've yet to put it on uh, Blast Radio. It's called City Girls. You can find it on YouTube. Yes, I was going to ask about that one because that's the one that I saw. That's the first song and the first video of his that I saw. Hi, how are you? Yeah, hi. I'm doing good. And you? That's good. That's good. The reason why, you know, before I get into her sharing some of her poetry, because, like, I can't stop smiling now. It was cheesing so hard because... I heard that we are pregnant. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> we are. Um, long story on that. I was sick uh, for about a year and a half uh, with something else. And um, as my husband was taking care of me, I had a vision. And in that vision, I saw the heavens open. And I saw the Lord in a cloud and his face shine like the sun. And below that, I saw the angels. So when I came back from the vision, it was just a couple of seconds. And when I came back, I told my husband, I said, I can't move. I can talk to you just a little bit, but I can't move my body. I said, the angels are working on me. So the next day, I decided to go to the hospital. And and I mind you now, before I tell you this, I'm 61. I'll be 62 in October. And so I ended up in the hospital for about a week. They had taken care of what I was going through. And uh, they took some tests and they came in and told me, I said, they kind of talked to me, but they didn't, couldn't speak English. 
And so there was like the nurse kept saying baby, and I'm like, why are you talking about baby? <laughs> you know? So after I got out of the hospital, I said, okay, well, let's stop and get a pregnancy test. And the pregnancy test was positive. I had five cents positive. Then about a week later, I went to the doctor and she confirmed it not once but twice. And wow. uh, I'm due in November. <laughs> and and uh, and how many look twins? My third set of twins. And then third know. set. Like when you said that, I was like, "Wow! Oh my gosh!" So it was awesome. So it was just God confirming to me because I thought I was going to die. I didn't know what was going on. So. Um, that's what happened, and I, we've been praying about it since we've been married. I told him before I came here, I said I would like to have a baby, and so things didn't take off. But I believe in the process of time, uh, the glory of God is going to be revealed, and this is why we want to wait and have the babies here before we come to the USA. Because in the USA, as you know, many women go to a doctor and they artificially have this and this and this done. So. We don't want to be said that, well, she had this done at her age. And no, honey, it's all natural. <laughs> it's a natural gift. I went, I went through some rough experiences with my sons. Um, my oldest son, I lost his twin. And, and I was removed uh, from work after that because the doctor was like, we want to make sure that you can sustain the other one. So his name is Elisha. Oh, the, wow. The double nice. portion, you know. Wow. My daughter, as I shared with you, and you know, my followers know, uh, my daughter was killed by a hit and run driver in New Jersey, oh, and she was two years old. But two weeks before it happened, she had the nerve to sit next to me like she was a grown woman about to have tea with me. She sat down and crossed her legs and was like, "Mommy, I want a baby brother." Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, oh, my, uh, my aunt, my great aunt at the time, you know, old folks, they come out oh no I, i'll take you to the store and buy you one she was like no the baby gotta come from mommy's belly at two years old <laughs> you know she already knew this at two years old so um but i took that time um it was me moving to north carolina after coming out you know healing through the, my depression of losing her finally doing the necessary work and i realized like i need to move i need to move mm -hmm. you know the creator is telling me to move so that I could work on me more and yeah. coming to North Carolina, it really wasn't home away from home because like I said, my mom was born here originally. So it's mm -hmm. like a return for me and, and getting to know this side of me because all I knew was my grandfather's side of the family, which is her father's side. And, um, being here and taking that experiences, letting go of some, some hurts, in things um forgave a family member for molesting me and and literally three months after that i found out i was pregnant with my son elisha oh, so wow. all of those things took you know took an account i was mm -hmm. visiting a church in greensboro north carolina at the time mm -hmm. shout out to um uh, New Light Missionary Baptist Church because they were very monumental in assisting me in continuing to do the work that I needed for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was revival. And, you know, I'm going through the Bible and on my own, I get over to Second Kings chapter 2 and the conversation between Elijah and Elisha mm -hmm. took me back to the relationship, the, the conversation with my daughter and me when she asked for a baby brother. So in turn, 
I was like, okay, this is his name. This is how I'm going to name him because in essence, she is Elijah that passed mm-hmm. the double portion mm-hmm. over to Elisha. Wow. And I look just like my mother. She looks just like me. He looks just like me. And wow. also, also my baby boy, Isham, and I swear they are like freaking frack, but they're two peas in the pot. <laughs> I swear that that's his twin that came back. You know what I'm saying? Because when I said, okay, when we move, you guys are going to get your own bedroom. Mm-hmm. They was like, no, I don't want to be in my own room. But boys, you know, they fight a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, but they are so close and they operate like they're twins. <laughs> I had, um, uh, before I met my husband, I had a miscarriage. I had twins. I was in a head-on car accident mm. and I lost them. And, you know, scripture is what can keep you going because the scripture, and I believe it is in uh, Isaiah chapter, I think it's uh, chapter 33. And it says that he will give you a double portion for everything that you lost. And that double portion, it comes back to us. And so I'm blessed. I have 26 grandchildren. <laughs> so Ooh, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have babies again. But, so wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Out of the 26 grandchildren, are any of them multiples? Yes. My my mother was a twin, and um, it's supposed to go from one generation, skip one and go one. But my mother was a twin, then I had uh, three sets of twins. Uh, this will be my fourth because I lost one set. Mm-hmm. And my daughter ended up being a twin, and I lost her twin, but she survived. And then she had a set of twin girls. So it's been, been this twin, 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 and my husband was a twin. Wow! Oh, (laughs) wow! (laughs) So yeah, it it was. We knew what was going to happen. So, but we have names picked out for a girl and a boy, and the girl is Jayla Roll because he's a nanny roll, and his son's name would be uh, Jay Roll, which means Jay is standing for. We say Jaw. It means God, and uh, it's some beautiful meanings behind the names that we chose. So Jay Roll. And Dela roll. Oh, we're going to go with that. We don't know. There could be some more babies hidden because the thing is, when they found that I was pregnant, there were two bags, <laughs> not one, but two. So we could be like four it or more. Be, it could be one hiding behind. Oh, and my gosh. Talk about double portions. Talk about yes. blessings upon blessings. Yes. Yes. And he wow. keeps saying, I said, don't you say that. I can't handle four babies at one time. It's just say it too. Two is fine. But whatever God decides to give us, because it is him who gives. And so he answers prayers. And when we are right with him, he'll bless us. That's right. You are definitely right. So I know I've had the pleasure of hearing some of the poetry and the poetry that was turned into music so do you have any that you would love to share with our viewers okay i have one that is from my first book i hear his whisper and this uh, became a song and it was recorded here in ivory coast by an artist here a reggae artist here and uh, this song here uh, got the attention of, of uh, thousands and it brought in over 50,000 
and I think 54,000 in four months plus then some. And so this really, um, this came through me by prayer. And as I was praying, I was writing it and I wrote it in less than 10 minutes. So I hear his whisper. It says, the rush of his winds blow from every side, delivering his whispering call to a deeper place within his love. Beyond all that we know, past every shadow, falling in victory of his love, fanning the flames of eternal light that burns bright. I hear his whisper. He is almighty in power, an overcoming victor, a true testimony where no shame, no imprisonment, or others see weakness. Our virtue of his holiness burns within our soul. Love never fails, is a conquering scepter that sweeps over the soul. Wrapping within his presence, I hear his whisper, a deeper call to a deeper love. He sends more power. He's more powerful than any storm. He opened eyes seeing the manifestation of endless love, becoming our walls of divine protection. When all else fails, his whisper withstands all. A loving voice of eternity, darkness overcome by his marvelous light, a burning light that never withdraws. I hear his whisper. That is so awesome. Mm -hmm. That divine protection. Yeah. You know, what we were speaking on, you know, the man, they have the divine protection yeah. over us. They are charged with the divine protection over us and it's definitely awesome when you get to experience that and you and in your life in general when you have that divinity covering you know people just need to take the time to get to know themselves and getting to know themselves you know will bring forth a connection with their higher power you know i'm not one to push or you know talk against whatever mm -hmm. folks practice you know as long as you believe in something yeah because exactly. you exist mm -hmm. you are existing so as long as you have something that you cleave to to that allows you to continue to thrive mm -hmm. in your existence i support it yes i you never know anyone like that the word of god says that we, we can learn things even through nature. And when I was writing this, mm -hmm. and, uh, even today, they, it still happens. But the little birds would come to my window and they would sing. And I said, oh, I said, um, you can hear the whisper through the little bird's song. And this is where I got to hear his whisper. And so you see, you can see in nature, you can see through everything from the oceans to 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 the birds to everything that there is god is in every place he's high he's low he's beside mm -hmm. us and so this is why i wrote this and um it became a beautiful song and it's more beautiful in the music than it is with me reading it oh no nah, it is still it is still good it was great um it's um a beauty like when you mentioned the birds like here um i have blue jays and you oh, know wow. the state bird is you know the cardinal so it's a family of blue jays and mm -hmm. the cardinals that stay over my mm -hmm. house and wow. i hear them all of the time the chirping and then sometimes when i go sit out in the front um the sun 
rises and sets directly in front of my house, over my house, and the moon mm-hmm. rises above my house. It like wow. everything rises and sets right where mm-hmm. I am. And there's times where I'm up real, real early and I go out and I hear the birds chirping. So yes, as you were reading that, like it was taking me back to those mornings where I'm up because I can relate to that. I hear it. There's when people say there are signs everywhere, there's really messages everywhere. Yes, exactly. And and nature, you know, that is the natural order of all living things. So when you take the time to reconnect, to walk through nature, to, you know, like I love to do so much earthing, you know, get the the bare feet out there in the grass. And even if you got time to actually take your hands and get it into the dirt, it's like recharging your body, being reconnected with what you came from. And um, it's just an awesome experience. So, yeah, I definitely appreciated that poem. And like I said, in the song version of it, it's, it's, uh, it to me, it's powerful in both states. Yeah. You know, to me, yeah. it, it doesn't take away from it or it doesn't make it any lesser. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes with music, we get caught up in a track. Yeah, exactly. And you get taken somewhere, but the spoken word aspect of it, you take the track away and you're focused straight on the words and the words resonate, you know, they hit in a different way, you know, again, leaving imprints. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have one special that I think um, it comes from my second book, Poetry of Divine Infinity. And uh, oh, wait, Which is the book that you did in seven days? The first book, which is Poetry of Enlightenment. That's where I hear his whisper is. Okay. There's about, uh, I think there's probably 20, 30 of the poems that are songs now. And they're listed in the book. In the front of the book, they've got a, every one that's listed in the line. Um, I made sure that they listed that so they know that each song, each poet, one of these poems are in that category. And um, there's some really nice ones. Okay. You ready for me? <laughs> yes, okay. This one um, is in my second book, Poetry of Divine Infinity. And that one was written exactly a year later in March of 2018. The first one was 2017. So this one is called, I was really going through something uh, when I wrote this. I was, I was in a lot of emotional pain. And um, it's called Mend a Broken Heart. It says, how can I mend a broken heart to feel the breeze of joy again? How can I live? Oh, help me, dear Lord, to pick up, pick me up from this fall. How can I mend this broken heart of mine? I long to walk through the end. Been so long, I felt the rush of your wind. On bended knee, I fall in prayer. Brokenness is my all. No words I can say, only tears that speak of my way. How can I mend this broken heart? How can I make a new start? Woes and troubles had me bound. For I didn't remain on the path called street. I lost my focus for pain had its way. Friends of silence, I found no peace. Woes had taken their place. Oh, how can I mend this heart of mine? I hear a call upon the winds of the mighty God. Only he can mend this broken heart. Upon the feet of his altar, I find a solitude, a kiss upon the soul. 
A smile upon the pain, the hearts of brokenness is his game. Toils and snares were my trials. I had to face to win the race. Now this broken heart longing to win first place. How can I mend this broken heart? How can I regain? For the path of pain we walk within the losses still remain. Heaven's gate to enter as we trust the one who molds and shapes. Tears removed by the words, I love you. And the winds will blow, the spirit will carry the broken soul, the wounded heart. Tears cleanse the hurtful path, moving forward from its path. For he sent his angels to protect against the arrows that fly past, the steps of faith that leads to gentle breezes that ease, closing the wounds, now a heavenly trade, for this pain was my gain. Stripes are held between the two worlds, but was the healing we seek then and now have set us free. This broken heart minus back in the race for love to take its place. <laughs> Man, that right there was so beautiful. <laughs> Snaps, claps, all that Thank good you. stuff. Thank you. So you said that when you wrote that one, you was very, it was like a, from a very emotional. Um, yeah. I was longing to get back the joy that I lost because of all the suffering that I went through in the relationship and uh, some things that was going on with my children. And I was a very, I was a prayer warrior. And um, this came to me so uh, from my very heart, my very soul was, was bleeding and pain and hurting. And I wanted to be free. I, I didn't want to feel those things that I was feeling. And this is what it's talking. How can I mend my heart? How can I step back up from where I was? And I'm so low at this point. So I'm trying to find a way and understand it. I ha I was, uh, how could I say it? Um, I was still walking in my steps of living for God at the time. So I had to place that in my sorrows and my trials that I knew that one day, if, if I just kept praying that God would release me from that pain. And he did, it separated me. Oh, I think about a year later, so we have to go through things sometimes that are very painful, very stressful, and we don't have answers. But, you know, God wants us to come to him and give him our all. He will carry us on his shoulders and he will mend those things and he will, he will repay what the enemies have done to us. And so we just have to um, just be still sometimes and be quiet and just let God fill us. I'm also, I'm also a minister. I'm a prophetess. And uh, that has just, all the things that I went through from a child to adult, it's just been a blessing. And my, the question came today, how can you be thankful in a situation like that? Well, you ask, you ask a 12-year-old child, uh, how you can, uh, how do you cope with it? A child cannot cope with it. And so they have to remain in a, in a, in a position until something happens that they're taken from that. So as 12 year old, I ran away from home and I never went back. Um, my my mm. dad, oh yeah, I went through some major stuff and um, I just couldn't take it as a child anymore. So I lived on the street, I worked in the fields, I, I you know, I picked different things, uh, uh, grapes and what have you to survive. I was in survival mode. And it's made me who I am today. And the love that I have, um, even for the people, forgiveness is power. 
It is the power within us. It's it sets us free. And、um, in 2012, I lost my dad, and、uh, the things that he had done to me were very serious. And he went to prison a couple of times over it. And、um, he called me on the morning that he died, and he told me he said, "Please forgive me. I know what I've done was wrong." Before God, he was not a God believer. He didn't want to hear about God. He didn't go to church. And、uh, but on the day that he died, he called me to say he was sorry. And that forgiveness was so powerful. And I don't. I still love my dad. I always did. And I forgave him instantly. And that was the last thing I ever heard from him.、Um, well,、yeah. he left you some peace in the midst. Yeah, of- he did. He and, did. And that's the greater benefit of it all. Um, Depend on the person how 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 far do they want to go? Because you, at the age of twelve, I took an overdose. I didn't want to live anymore, and I was hurting so bad. I was so alone. I didn't have anybody to. My mom, she was a victim as well. So, she, what could she do? But so things took. There was things that transpired. And all of it, and I'm I'm thankful for everything, even the things that we think that are bad. God said, "All things in Romans eight and twenty eight, all things work together for the good to those who love Him, and are called to according to His purpose." So I believe that my purpose, all these things that happened to me, God is going to use me in that, in those situations that others are in to release them, and hopefully deliver them as well. Um, we're not here for ourselves. We're here for others, and、um, that is a big.、Uh, to me, surpassing all of that, it, it doesn't stay right here. But when I go and I have to talk about it, then there is a little bit of emotion that comes. But I don't think it's so much as hurting from it, but remembering where I came from and where. That's、I'm、right. Because in the midst of it, the tears can be about the pain and the struggle、yeah. of it. But then, when you're reflecting, the tears、yeah. are now the tears of joy of where、yeah. I used to be and where I am now.、Yeah. You know, so the, the 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 crying, the tears are healing for the soul. That's how we exercise our emotions. So、yeah. if we don't get the opportunity to emit those feelings. You know they fester and they grow、mm-hmm. and they manifest into something that's just not、um, that's not beneficial to our lives. You know,、mm-hmm. and, and you know, and God can stop anything at any moment. But if He allows it to come into your life, it's for a purpose. There it is. There it is, right there.、Mm-hmm. That is it, right there. There is purpose in everything, just like there is order in chaos. Yeah, don't know the order, but there is order in everything.、Yeah. We all are not designed to see it. Some、yeah. of us are made to see, while others are made to not to follow, but they are made to be protected by the ones、mm-hmm. who see. You know that that's the. The duality and the accountability, like I always talk about in life, we must be accountable for the things that we say and do in our actions. And the duality is me holding on to information does not benefit me once I've gotten what I needed. 
it is my duty to pass it on, which also deals in the, du the duality or the reciprocity that there is in life, which also supports the yin and the yang, the balance of it all. Right. But people get information and they get blessed. And, oh, no, I got to hold it all for myself. And yeah, they don't realize exactly. why it doesn't like work. That. Yeah, it doesn't no. work like that. It sure doesn't. And, um, you know, we can we can take this even a little further and take a good look at the this, this lyrics of what comes out of this, because you could say we're ministering to others. It is a form of ministry. And I love that. I love helping people. I love doing things for people. And I don't, I'm very selfless. I don't think about myself and whatever I can do for somebody. Um, I've seen so many things even here in the Ivory Coast. It's a lot of people on the street, little children coming up to you, begging you for food. And I'm like, I will take what I have and just give it to them, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's just we have to be a witness of the light. That is the importance. That's right. That's right. So, big records. Mm -hmm. I got to shout out big records <laughs> and, and let you speak about your your uh position with them you know since we are partnered with you guys you know getting yeah. more independent artists out there and from my understanding big records is an independent record label yes. as well right yes. okay so let's give the people some background because i be out here pushing blast music i be getting my people like hey i told y'all i always like to be they call me the plug okay in a good way you know, because I got the information. Hey, you doing music? Hey, let's put your music out on here. Hey, it's free. Hey, they got a tip jar. It's not like Spotify and the other platforms. No, the tip jar comes to you. You know, all the stuff that I hear people say that they're having issues with on these other streaming sites. I know Blast is independent artists who created an independent platform who understands the struggle and want to make sure that the independent artist gets their shine just the yeah. same reason why i do my podcast for the poet so let us know a little bit more about big records um big records is an independent label um we are a service label we don't um you know we're not out for big money for the artist, we are trying to help the artist. So we have a, how the best way I can explain it. The contract is for uh, Big Records and Rise Up TV uh, show for touring. And um, we offer the artist uh, a package deal. It's not very expensive, but, um, and it holds, um, it gives the artist a freedom to, give us what they would like for us to do within the services most of your your big time labels they are really um they're they're out for the money they're not out for the artists we are out for the artists to help the artists and so i mean i don't have a lot of information on that i just know that uh bigrecords.world is just a is a service label to present for the artists to give a little and they get all of this and um, it's just really uh, an awesome thing. And uh, they just won the uh, Atlanta Awards. They took home, uh, they took home uh, nine awards, golden and uh, silver. There was one artist that took home three awards in that one uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And um, my, uh, my position 
<laughs> it's crazy. I love it though. But I had before I came to Big Records, I was already uh, doing promotions with my own agency, Shop and Talk Artists International Promotions, and I'm still doing that. And there was an artist that I was helping, and he referred me to Big Records, and I've been with Big Records now since uh, October of 2022, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm still learning. Uh, it's a different ball game, uh, different uh, kind of uh, promotions. Um, I'm into the radio uh, interviews. I send the music to the radio stations, and I do um, uh, uh, magazines for the artists and get their magazine uh, articles done. Um, a little, I'm a little bit of everything, <laughs> okay. and so uh, it is. It, I've been out of. I've been kind of behind a little bit the last three weeks due to sickness, but um, I'm getting back in. We've got a whole bunch of new artists coming in and uh, it's just wonderful. And now uh, to add to my position, I'm in charge of the awards for the artists, getting them involved in the awards and seeing that they get nominated. And I love it. It's an awesome thing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to go. This The ISS the ISSA oh. every year, right? Yes. I can't wait because I'm going next year. I yes, am going. You are. You know I am going. Nominated. <laughs> yes, you are. I told Troy that. I said, Troy, oh, we're new. You know, I don't know if we can win. I said, yes, you can. And I put him in the nominations and I registered him and he got to go. Uh, this year, I think, was a little bit difficult because there was 70 trophies that went out. And usually there's not that many. So I was nominated and didn't win, but I did win by those who I helped and they won. So that That's was right. more beautiful for me. Yeah. Uh, my husband won last year. Uh, he got a bronze trophy for songwriter of the year. Okay. And so we're going to try again next year. But yes. You yeah, can like, I like to go. I Like I told Troy, I said, look, I want to go. So in, in the supporting aspect, and I wanted to go for the networking purposes and stuff like that. So, you yeah. know, I'm, that's I'm my guessing. thing. You know, I go seek the information. I go seek the information and I bring it to the people. So I yeah. know next year I'm preparing for it. Hopefully it's the same first weekend in August. I already know the hotel that I will yeah. stay at because the hotel where I get my little hotel points from is four minutes driving from where they had the venue at. So if they oh, have it there wow. next year, wow. you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely there. Cause well, that, we hope to be there so we can meet and yes. there's so many people that would like to meet us. And it's just been really difficult because uh, he has put in for his visa. It's been uh, with the COVID, it set us back. Yeah, and so we tried to reapply again. Yeah. And that's all we're waiting on. We're planning on to move to Florida, and he's got he's got some uh, people waiting on him there for the music, and it's just going to be an amazing thing. So. Oh, I can't wait till y'all move to Florida. Then you know I'm gonna be like. <laughs> I'm gonna be like that 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 uh distant cousin that come visit. That's okay, you can <laughs> I, I have family. Um, my my umi, my stepmother, she lives down there in Florida, and you know I have some siblings down there, and a good friend of mine, and some cousins. So I was in Miami um last year for my birthday. So you know, I 
I could drive down there. I didn't drove to Orlando. It's nothing. I drive everywhere. So if I can't fly, awesome. yeah. If I can't fly, I'll drive it. Like when I want to go somewhere, I'm going. Like that's, well, that's eventually. I think you know because, like I said, he's in the um, he's in the maritime. So they have the maritime in Atlanta. They have it in Florida, and I would love to move to Atlanta, and that would be so awesome. Florida, I'm kind of scared of hurricanes, so I don't know how long well, we're going to be well, see here we we're in uh hurricane season right now so it affects us here in north carolina too oh no. so, yeah oh, and i'm not even near the coast you know i'm more <laughs> inland but it still affects us inland as well so it is what it is and look anything that doesn't i i would like to move anywhere where i don't have excruciating winters you know and it's yeah. I moved to the south to get away from the snow, and then oh, when the snow comes goodness. here, I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" Just I think I need to. Well, move then, come here. You have to talk to uh, to to Nina Roe over here because he wants to be in a place with the snow. I said, "No, you don't. You, this hot. We don't have any. Um, we don't have anything but hot tropical weather year round." And see, and I love that, but you know, for some, I can understand for someone who's never experienced it, they want that experience. I will say, Nene, visit, do not move. You heard her, she said, visit, do not move. Because you take it from somebody that lives in New Jersey where we experience all seasons and the snow was only good for when I was a child going out, making money, snow, you know, shoveling driveways. After that, it gets in the way. You have to walk in it. You have to drive in it. It's just messy, messy, messy. And it slows stuff down. And no, I don't. Like um, the people here, they're called sun people. They're very hot to the touch. And my husband, his, his blood is hot. I said, but well, you don't want, you're just waiting until you get in that snow. You're going to change your mind. You're going to want to go back to the hot weather. <laughs> Yeah, because people and people are shocked. They like you are from one of the coldest states that there is. How oh do you not goodness. like it? How do you like you know? Mm-hmm. I like tropical weather. That's just it. And my mm-hmm. birthday's in April, and they're like, you're not even yeah. a summer baby. It does. I like what I like. My body responds. The melanin in my body reacts yeah. more to tropical exactly. weather. You know, it's really it the, melanin, the melanin here is very very strong in them. And uh, I'm even, uh, I have to, let me tell you, morning, noon, and night, I've got the air on. I need that cold. <laughs> you know, I'm missing my cold. And, uh, but I don't know if he'll be able to handle it, but we'll see. And so well, he'll, he'll be able to handle it. Don't go to New York. Don't go to <laughs> Chicago. Don't go, wow. you know, don't go to Detroit. Don't go to Jersey, you know, unless you're visiting. <laughs> because now, at least the winters Miami. in the South aren't as bad as the winters uh-huh. in the North. Uh, okay. Uh, Miami reminds me very much of Ivory Coast. It looks like Ivory Coast. It is, uh, the, the weather is the same. I, just, I love it. So we're going to see what's going to happen. But I know that he wants to further his career. Um, he's got a, ma- a manager. And he's got a producer there waiting on him. My husband is reggae, but he's not reggae. He has a little bit different tone. He's Afro beat dancehall. Yeah, like burn, like Burner Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he'll do. I think he'll do very well. Oh yeah, he definitely will because. The way Burner Boy is taking over, like his sound, like every time I hear something of him, I think of your husband. Oh you know? wow! Yeah, like wow. so he he's right in there, you know wow. the 
even I I will say even with the Capleton vibe, you know that sound with uh with uh who else can I like even compare him to uh oh who was it cuz uh somebody I was playing it and I'm trying to remember someone thought he was uh a, another reggae artist and I said no I said no that's not I said this is I said remember the interview we was watching I said this is her husband and I'm like this is I said he's not he's of a different it's with the afrobeat in, in fusion right. and stuff like that and they they right. you they couldn't believe it they thought he was straight from Jamaica and oh it's, yeah wow. and I and I told him I said well you know we are the same anyway you know when mm-hmm. I go to Jamaica you know they've always said yeah. welcome home yes, you know stuff like but that in our concerts I was watching him and I said now calls himself reggae I don't see it now this is a reggae country and I don't see the reggae but then he did a little dance and I said oh there it is <laughs> so um but he's reggae afrobeat reggaeton um there's something else I'm missing but um yeah I love his music we write together and we're working on some projects now we need to work on a new project for next year uh for the awards he doesn't have a new he has a new song but it's going to be over a year old so it has to be at least a year or younger so we've got to work on some things we've got some uh we've got some awesome ones that we need to work on but um i love the lifestyle i i didn't never think that i was going to be married to an artist and that wasn't my purpose but it happened and i'm thankful for that for the experience that is what's up so uh, i just love it i can't wait to have you both back on the show again i can't wait to see you on other podcasts i can't wait to meet you in person uh you know hopefully it's before the next issa awards um no i cannot wait um Thank you so much for accepting uh, the opportunity to come on my podcast. So now run down all your socials, how people can find you, okay. you know, things of that nature. Well, I have two uh, for myself. I have two Facebooks. I had to create a new one that's unlimited because on my other Facebook, Cindy H. Minnick, um, I'm oh, I'm 5,000. So, and I didn't want to have to keep deleting because they're mostly artists. So I created a new Facebook, Cindy Nenny without the H. So they can come, they can send me a friend request on there. Um, I might get one or two requests more on my other one, Cindy H. Nenny. But the main one, that is the main Facebook. And the other one is the second Facebook, which is Cindy Nenny. Okay. And so that would be the best one to send a new free request if they want to do that. Uh, social media, pretty much I just, I deal with Facebook. I'm not really into social media, but I do social media with Facebook because of the music and the artists. So I gotcha. keep that open. Okay. So y'all heard how to find her. And I want to share what I just found out the other day. Uh-oh. So... <laughs> Our super, I, I call him one of the super producers, you know, Veep for the Vice Prez, a.k.a. Troy, who we've been mentioning, who, um, like I said, this is a pre-record, so he has his first podcast, Implosion, starting tomorrow, because this is Wednesday that we are pre-recording for Friday, so in a 
in the perfect world, his podcast was yesterday, you know, for the sake of <laughs> when this airs. But <laughs> he has been working. And when I say working, working, because I just found out. Now, I already knew that when our podcast go live, that we're on Blast music 247.com's facebook page um blast music radios facebook page youtube and twitter but two nights ago i heard my voice on pandora (laughs) and so, so you look up so when you go on these uh streaming apps okay you're still going to search for blast music 24 7 you know they have a separate thing for podcasts you got music you got podcasts when you go to podcasts put look up blast music 24 7 it is a list of all the podcasts on the platform so i heard my voice on pandora but i'm not we're not just on pandora you know i i i have to keep correcting myself well i don't have to i am speaking about myself right now but the inclusion thing as you see i'm doing it you know all of us on the on the platform so those independent artists they get that additional exposure through us because we are streaming on these other platforms so that is the audio streaming we have apple podcast pod paradise google podcast Podcast Addicts, Pocket Cast, Podcast Index, Listening Notes, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, and also Amazon Podcast. Now, I was joking with uh, other super producer, D-Ray, a.k.a. Soul Rest, and I said, now I got to put Spotify back on my phone. I just deleted that app. <laughs> like, I had all of these when they first started. You know, when you didn't have to pay for anything, I had SoundCloud, Spotify, all of that stuff, you name it. But then when they started making all of these changes and wanted all of this information, I deleted them. So now I got to put it back on there because now I'm on that platform. I've been just telling wow. folks to go to YouTube and, and Twitter and everything. So now I got to get into the habit of this. And it's it's a good feeling. Like, you know. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and who knows? I might be doing radio too. So, you know, whatever oh, it yeah. is, you know, I'm here yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I hear you rapping, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like I hear it. Like I hear it and I see it. You know, I've always wanted to be, have a podcast. Me, I talked about, you know, wanting to do this once I moved to North Carolina in 2009 and then boom, here it is, a year, almost a year that I've actually finally had the opportunity. So I'm just grateful again to Veep for seeing it and not even knowing that this was part of my vision for me. So um, I just love it. You know, Blast is dope. And I just want to continue to help folks and shine as well. As more as I shine, I want to help others shine as well. And again, Cindy, I appreciate you. I thank you so much. Are there any last words, anything you want to leave the people with about you or something, you know, for themselves to take away from this interview before we end? I just want to say thank you, um, you know, and encourage everyone that they can go beyond what they think and uh, just to be positive toward themselves. 
believe in themselves and um, just let it let it come as it flows, you know. And I want to say thank you so much because you are so sweet, and uh, I love you, and I can't wait to see you. I appreciate you having me. I really do, and um, we're gonna see each other again. <laughs> That's right. We definitely will, and I love you as well. And y'all already know, you know, y'all be safe out there. You know, yes. technically it's Wednesday, yes. but you know, technically for this airing, it's Friday. So again, like I say. Be good to yourselves, be good to yes. others, be safe yes. in this evening, be safe over the weekends, and you know, continue to love on each other more because we're seeing yes. so much of the of the others. But if we get back to loving, we will see the change that we all speak of, all that we all yearn for. So yes. peace, 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 y'all, yes. and see y'all next time.